You're listening to Comedy Central. I'm Jim Jeffries. Tonight, cancel culture. Do our contributions to society make up for our past indiscretions? We examine on a scale of one to Michael Jackson. <laughs> then, then, should toys be more gender neutral? Why not? When I was a kid, we already had Transformers. It was a robot who identified as a car. <laughs> and I go back to Australia to learn about some products that surprisingly still exist. When was the last time you ate cream cheese? Oh, when I was a teenager. What if it's in slices? I don't have it because I shit myself and I'm lactose intolerant, but we all have our crosses to bear. Okay, up first, what a week. Looks like the president is getting impeached. No! We have more important things to talk about. The man who created the Labradoodle says inventing the dog breed is his biggest life regret. He blames himself for inspiring the trend of designer dogs and said, I opened a Pandora's box and released Frankenstein's monster. Okay, let's not give ourselves too much credit. <laughs> eh? Dr. Frankenstein created a monster using science, alchemy, and evil genius. You just cracked open a beer and watched a couple of dogs f***ing. <laughs> the Anti-Defamation League has added a few more items to its online database of hate speech symbols, including the bowl haircut worn by a mass shooter, so that's bad news for anyone who enjoys looking like shit. Uh, other symbols include the OK hand signal, which is used by white supremacists and everyone else in the world. And, and a Moon Man meme that is also connected to the alt-right. Boy, this is really fucking up me Halloween plans. <laughs> and, and now... Let me take you on a little journey. This is a story of a man named Carson King, a, a very thirsty man. The 24-year-old Iowa State grad wrote in Sharpie, Bush light supply needs replenished. Well, beer money poured in. After two grand, Carson decided to donate it, minus the cost of a case of beer, to the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital. Bush Beer called it inspiring, tweeting, we're going to match your donation and throw in some bush light. Finally, a story we can all feel good about. Man receives free beer. Plus, sick kids get band-aids and whatnot. The money didn't stop, and incredibly, King ranked in over $2 million for kids, which is amazing. Or it would have been had not a reporter from the Des Moines Register uncovered a shocking secret. The Cyclone fan behind the viral Bush beer sign apologizes for racially insensitive posts he made years ago as a teenager. I am embarrassed and stunned to reflect on what I thought was funny when I was a 16-year-old kid. Ha-ha! <laughs> He's shit nice man who tried to help out kids with cancer! I hope all that free beer can wash the taste of shit out of your mouth! And the offending tweets have seemed to have vanished from the internet, but I know that these tweets were racist, horrible, horrible, racist, really bad tweets. And I know because King admitted that he quoted the show, Tosh.0. <laughs> Despite King's apology, the damage was done. Here is the full statement from Anheuser-Busch. Carson King had multiple social media posts that do not align with our values as a brand or as a company, and we will have no further association with him. 
They cut ties with him over a racist tweet. Just imagine what they'll do when they find out about everyone else who drinks their beer. <laughs> but wait. This isn't where the journey ends, because as soon as Carson King's tweets revealed, we learned the reporter who wrote the story, Aaron Calvin, had tweeted a bunch of racist, homophobic shit himself. <laughs> Talk about the pot calling the kettle the N-word. <laughs> hey. Okay, cancel culture, please, let's at least make sure we're cancelling the right people. You can find some terrible things about everyone's past. Oprah, that book-reading piece of shit. She... <laughs> She gave us both Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil. <laughs> Martin Luther King had affairs. Gandhi used to sleep with naked teenage girls to test his chastity. And earlier this year, Twitter wanted to cancel the Dalai Lama. You once said that you would um, be open to uh, a female successor. That also possible. You also told um, one of my colleagues that that female must be attractive Otherwise, it's not much use. Okay, yes. Can you see why that, that comment that, upsets that, a lot of women? That is one thing. If female dilemma comes, and it should be more attractive, if female dilemma older, <laughs> dead people, I think, prefer not see uh, a dead face. Well, well, that's not very enlightened, is it? <laughs> Really, though, can you imagine if there was a hot female Dalai Lama? Oh, <laughs> Dalai Lama ding-dong, eh? Free Tibet, f*** it. I'd pay for Tibet if it looks like that. <laughs> but the Twitter saga of Carson King and his old tweet ignores one thing. What about the most important people in all of this? The kids. Well, I'm thrilled to welcome to the show young Peter Olsen coming to us from the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital. Hello there, Peter. What's your reaction to all this? Jim, I'm just so grateful that there are people out there who want to do good in the world and help kids like me. So it must be pretty disappointing that you'll have to return all that money. What? Well, <laughs> now that we know who Carson King was when he was 16, you can't in good faith keep that money. That's, that's racist money, even if it is paying for your cancer treatment. Cancer treatment? No, I'm here to have my appendix out. This is just how my friends and I like to cut our hair. Maybe you wouldn't have noticed if I was wearing one of those Jew hats. I'm... I'm sorry? Nothing to be sorry about, Jim. My doctor is white, so I'm gonna be okay. Hey, 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 hey. All right, all right, goodbye, Peter. Hey, get well, Peter. We'll be right back. Today's kids are growing up in a world where the ideas about gender change all the time and their toys are changing right along with it. It's a perfect time to introduce this new doll line that is truly gender neutral. Creatable world, a doll line designed to keep labels out and invite everyone in. I love this idea, except for one thing. Where are the ugly, unlikable dolls? <laughs> Not all kids look like these fresh-ass punks. Where are these asymmetrical, inbred dolls who farts in class and stuff the pockets of their cargo shorts with Doritos? Where are they? 
When they make that doll, that's when we've reached peak inclusivity. These dolls were created by the company Mattel, which introduced the original Barbie doll in 1959. And since then, she's changed quite a bit. Mattel's made significant strides in diversifying its doll lineup, releasing Barbie dolls with different body types, skin tones, and face shapes. It also gave Barbie's longtime boyfriend Ken a makeover and created a doll with a prosthetic leg and another in a wheelchair. Wheelchair Barbie was actually introduced just after DUI Ken. <laughs> To his credit, he did date her for a few months after the accident to keep up appearances. <laughs> Ken's not a good guy. <laughs> Mattel isn't the only toy maker reinventing classic toys in an effort to be inclusive. It's hard to think of a more classic American toy, but six-year-old Vivian Lord noticed all of them are men. So she wrote a letter to toy makers. Why do you not make girl army men? At BMC Toys in Pennsylvania, President Jeff Immel was already working on a line of women toy soldiers. The first prototype, a captain figure holding a handgun and binoculars. It made me so happy. Finally, finally, a girl gun wielding figurine. What a huge step towards equality. Maybe someday there'll be just as many girl mass shooters as there are boys. <laughs> what can I say? I'm, I'm a dreamer. <laughs> and for the kids, the world is only getting more gender neutral. -er. Right now, trends for babies and little kids is gender neutral. Everything right now is keeping it simple, neutral palette, grays, taupes, beige, white. Yes, nothing says progress like getting rid of fun colours and replacing them with grey, taupe and beige. <laughs> that means you, pride flag. You ancient symbol of oppression. Get with the times. Better. Better. That's... That's how colourblind gays feel every day. And this is just as important for boys as it is for girls. Parents often tell me that they want to raise their boys to be really wonderful fathers. How do we expect to raise wonderful, nurturing fathers if we don't encourage nurturing play when they're boys? Just let boys play with dolls. No, not that one. Not that one. Yeah, this one, that's fine. That's fine. What are people afraid of? That if their child plays with a doll, all of a sudden their son will be gay? As a kid, I spent hours in my room playing with a half-naked, muscular man with blonde shoulder-length hair, tight leather underwear and furry boots. And he gave me a He-Man doll so I'd keep quiet about it. Look, I support this trend of gender-neutral toys. In fact, I think it's great that society as a whole is embracing gender neutrality. As gender lines continue to blur, we become more like each other every day, more fluid. 20 years from now, when the whole world is an asexual, indeterminate, gender-bending mass, well, that's like when men like me will rise like a phoenix from the ashes. <laughs> my, my basic clothes and bad attitude will be considered exotic. And <laughs> women will say, I had sex the other day with Jim Jeffries. It was unusual. He didn't cry afterwards. It, it was, it was like he has no feelings. It was so refreshing. <laughs> See you in the future, girls. We'll be right back.
we go. Isn't this a hairy situation? You'll enjoy that joke in a moment. Waqib Hossein is stunned by the damage done by the thieves who ransacked his prime trading international company, stealing, he says, at least $80,000 worth of high-end wigs from inside this warehouse. Whoever did it, it's got to be hard to find them. They literally stole hundreds of disguises. I'll tell you what, though. The culprit is almost certainly not a straight man because we're the one group of people who wouldn't be caught dead in a wig. And that's not fair. If anyone deserves wigs, it's us. If a woman wears a wig or hair extension, society's like, good wig. Oh, she's having a bit of fun. You go, girl. But a man wears a hairpiece and everyone calls him a f***ing loser. Well, I'm not. He, he, he's not. He's not. I don't understand why women get a free pass. You spend a fortune on razors and waxes and other ways to get rid of hair. Then you spend more money on wigs, extensions and eyelashes so you can have hair on. Make up your f***ing mind. Hair or no hair. Do you want it or not? And men, men, we're the ones who go bald. It's not fair. I take Propecia for hair loss and one of the side effects is that it's hard to get an erection. So either I'm bald and no one wants to f*** me or I have hair and I can't f*** anyone. <laughs> it's madness. A man in a wig is instantly shamed. Look at Phil Spector. Look at him! Look at him! Everyone made fun of him and what did he ever do that was so wrong? He wore a few wigs and he shot a woman. But she was probably making fun of his wigs. I'm not saying he's innocent, but he produced Let It Be. He should be out of prison by now. If we want real equality in this world, it's wigs for all or wigs for no one. That's our show. I'll be in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia this weekend. Tickets are available at jimjeffries.com. And next week, we'll be talking about unpopular opinions again. Don't forget to tweet those using the hashtag unpopular opinions. I'm Jim Jeffries. I think we can all do better. Good night. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.